You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre here, your host of the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. How are you doing? I hope you're doing good. Maybe you're in a pickle. Maybe you're coming out of a pickle. Maybe you've got some really exciting news happening. Maybe you're just looking at what's down the road. Maybe you have some spiritual warfare going on. Maybe a lot of things, yeah? I mean, it, in sometimes it's all in one day. So I want to talk about today about three things, spiritual warfare, networking, and negotiation. <laughs> Say, McIntyre, what do those three things have in common? Well, I'm here to tell you a lot. Yeah? Why? Why a lot? Why? Because spiritual warfare is real. I mean, it is happening. You know, by the time this podcast comes out, we have done Echoes of Creation, the very first one, the inaugural one. And Today, we're, we're just fixing to go into this thing. And so there's been spiritual warfare, unbelievable spiritual warfare. And the reason is because this thing's anointed. Yeah. And that's right. And so, yeah, so you've got to know that. And, and in that spiritual warfare that we come up against, whatever it is, maybe it's a financial thing, maybe it's a relational thing, maybe it's a health thing, maybe it's a rejection thing, right? You know, it's called resilience, and that's what Jesus wants us to have is that resilience. It's so important because it's everything. You know, one of the things that I that I love about our brand and our tribe is that we let people say what they need to say. You know, this isn't a dictatorship by any stretch. This isn't like a senior pastor situation. This is about a community and everybody has a voice in this community. And you know, yes, there's sometimes that people disagree with their with their opinion or their voice or what have you, but that's okay. You know, the Bible says we can rebuke one another. We do it from love. Yeah. And spiritual warfare comes in, especially in groups of Christians, groups that are believers, groups that are like-minded, maybe not like-minded on everything, on politics or or you know, financial concerns or branding or advertising or whatever. But we believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins. It was God's Son He sent to earth to die for our sins. And and he is now seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And yeah, so all right. So spiritual warfare, how do you deal with it? You pray, you get intercessors, community. And this is my net next thing I want to talk about today is that's networking. You know, uh, network marketing. I've been involved in a couple of deals, some of them okay, some of them kind of scammy and not really scammy. It's just, you know, I mean, it's just you get tired of trying to sell your friends and family and your associates and everybody at church or everybody in your poker club or whatever it is. So, but networking is important and networking in the kingdom is really important. You know, you've got to find people that are going to help each other. And that's what I love about the kingdom. Look, in the secular world, which I, I, I thrived in really well before I came to, to Jesus, but in the secular world, there's an agenda. 
Okay. People help each other because they want to help themselves. They want to, they have an agenda and their agenda is how do I help you? So you can help me twice as much. And it works. It really does. It works in the secular world. It's a dog eat dog situation. It's pull up the ladder behind you. And not everybody's like that, but a lot of people are like that. And what I found since I'm, you know, 14 year old Christian, what I found in the Christian community, in the networking, it's really genuine. But in a church, it's somewhat, and, and the people that have big, huge platforms is somewhat different. And it's kind of like the secular world in some ways. And so networking is really important. One of the things that we do here at McIntyre, we have the Next Level Experience. We have Leadership 300. We have McIntyre Business Accelerator. We have coaching. We have homecoming. We also have this Echoes of Creation. And what we want to do is bring kingdom-minded people together. I've got some people coming in this weekend that are just absolutely phenomenal. And yeah, they are looking for community too. Yeah, some of them are really famous, done very well financially and in their career, but they also want community because look, it doesn't matter how much money you have, how much fame you have. Some people get really lonely and they're out there and they get in isolation. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us in isolation. Some of us are struggling out there, want to get famous or want to get that money or want to get that break. Okay, I get it. 100%. You know, we open up our microphone to a lot of people, people that are just starting out, people who are been around for a while, people that just want to leg up. We open up our microphone and our platform. I post on my story on my Instagram. Look, I have no problem doing that as long as it meets a few criteria, right? That you're kingdom minded, that you want to help other people. And what you offer a message is a, is a good me message. And so, and, and I don't want anything in return. Okay. I don't. Listen, I like making money. Stacy and I like making money. We've poured millions of dollars into this 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 business since we started 14 years ago and we haven't made any money back. You know, and so but we do we want to make money back? 100% we do. You know, and you know, just as this echoes of creation, you know, uh, we came out of this thing, we had to pour more in than we ever thought possible. And so yeah, but I do want to make money back. I do want to continue to bless people in the kingdom. I continue to want to hold huge NLEs and, and leaderships, and that takes money. And so anyways, my point is, you know, we want to help other people. You should want to help other people. And I know many of you do that listen to this podcast. And I know some of you are my friends and uh, spiritual brothers and sisters in Christ and have helped me. Sean Bowles has helped me. Danny Silk has helped me. Fabiano has helped me. You know, uh, Michael Freeland Miller has helped me. And so there's a lot of people that have helped and pulled Stacy and I up. Not that we needed that other, we, we just didn't have the platform. And so networking, it's really important to help each other. Yeah. Victory Boyd helped me a lot in this Echoes of Creation. She brought in this gal named Velvet, which is amazing. And they've helped me. And so we want to help each other. We want to post. We want to do these things. And because networking is important. So like we've got these these events and we come around and yeah, it's great to do Zooms. It's great. It is. It's really good. We have Zooms all the time for our, our coaching, which is great, but it's also great being in person. Yeah. And that's why we like doing our live events like Next Level um, Experience and Leadership 300 and Echoes of Creation and Homecoming. We love live events, but we also like getting on the internet too and, and doing that sort of thing. So networking. Okay. 
you know, John F. Kennedy said it the best. He really did. And uh, the older I get, the more I really appreciate his presidency. And, and, you know, a lot of people say he's a Democrat. Yeah, well, today he'd be considered a right wing radical with his agenda. I mean, he cut the tax bracket from 90 percent down to 50 percent. You know, he was a pro-life Catholic president, you know, helped take red tape off the deal. Very civil rights minded. Just, you know, and he was a hawk. OK, he wasn't going to let Russia push us around in Cuba. So he did a lot of really cool things. And one of the famous speeches, he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I think that's a profound statement. I think that's what we should say. And when we're meeting people, not what they can do for us, but what can we do for them? And I believe that's kingdom networking. Yeah. So just think about that for a second. I think it's really good. And there's a lot of people that do it. There's a lot of churches that do it. There's some that don't. There's some that are very, very brand sensitive, if you will. Yeah. And I, that's what I love how Jesus, you know, he wasn't brand sensitive. Listen, he was going to take Nicodemus, a, a Pharisees, you know, a, a rabbi, you know, and very educated rabbi into his fold, into his discipleship. You know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't network sensitive on that. You know, you know, he brought in these fishermen. He brought in Matthew. <laughs> My gosh, Matthew was a tax collector, man. Yeah. And so that's the way I believe kingdom should operate. It's not what you can do for me, but what can I do for you? And I think that's to separate the wheat from the chaff. It really does. So think about that. How's your heart postured in that? Is it always what, what's in it for me or is it, you know, can I help somebody else? And so, and I know many of you are that way. And listen, I, I fall on the other side sometimes too. Like, you know, okay, if I let this person in, what what's the, what's the, you know, quid quo pro, right? And, you know, I have to check my spirit in that as well. And so I get it. I do. I'm not saying at all that I'm perfect by any stretch, but I have to, I have to check my spirit and check it and say, okay. What am, what am I trying to get accomplished here in his kingdom? Is it for me? Is it for him? Yeah. Big question sometimes. So you've got spiritual warfare. It's real. Okay. We need intercessors. And how to have intercessors, how to have friends that you can call up on the phone and say, man, listen, man, my butt just hit the ground. My finances are done. I got a bad call from the doctor, whatever. My marriage is failing. You know, I've got, I, I you know, I lost my job you know, I backslid, you know, whatever the situation is, you need that friend in that network, you need that person. And yeah, you do. And if you're a married couple, you need other married couples that you can confide in. You really do. And it's important. Okay. All right. So networking, find some groups that you can hang out with, find your tribe. And hey, you don't have to just stick with one tribe. There are several different tribes. we got people that are, you know, hang out with Lance Wall now, that hang out with Danny Silk that are here. And, you know, and we've got people, in, you know, from Upper Room. we got people from Storehouse. we got people from Gateway. we got people from Fellowship. Yeah, <laughs> we even got some Catholic people in here. Come on, Jesus. And so I love it. So, you know, hang out and it's okay. You know, we and we, Stacy and I, and and the, my daughters, you know, we we go to different churches sometimes. Sometimes Greek Orthodox Church, sometimes it's Charismatic Church, sometimes it's it's a it's a Catholic Church, sometimes it's Methodist, you know, sometimes it's Baptist, sometimes it's Pentecostal. So I I like because look, here's the thing: just think if we all got together and agreed on one thing, man, that Jesus is King, huh? What a world that would be, right? You talk about revival. Instead of worrying about the doctrine, whether you speak in tongues or whether you believe in healings or whether, you know, you know, whatever, you know, you believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic, apostolic church. I messed that up. I know I did. 
back in my Catholic days. But it doesn't matter as long as you know that Jesus, if you gave your life to Jesus, you admitted that you're 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 going to give your life to Jesus and you're a sinner and you want Jesus to come into your life and you're going to treat him and, and respect and, and honor and glorify him in the name of him, in the name of his father. Yeah. And I am the Holy Spirit. All right. I know I think I messed up sinner's prayer up some. <laughs> I do. All right. So we got spiritual warfare. It's real. Networking. And networking is good for business. There's nothing wrong with making business in this in this world, right? There's nothing wrong with it. You know, this good Samaritan would not have been famous if it weren't for money. It's nothing wrong. People want to help. People want to pour into the kingdom. People want to give tithes. People want to give offerings. People want to give extravagantly. People want to give sacrificially. Great. That's awesome. And sometimes we need to help each other in that process, right? We might need to sell some tickets. We might need to have people donate. We might, might need people to pay it forward. It's good. It's really good. And yeah, so yeah, networking is good for business too. And it's okay to ask for business. It's okay to ask for uh, payment. It's okay to ask to make some money. <laughs> it really is. All right. The third end here I want to talk about is negotiation. Yeah, negotiation. And I coach a lot of people. I coach some entrepreneurs and some business owners, and I like it. And one of the things that I really like coaching them on is how to negotiate. Everything's negotiable. I wrote a book about 10 years ago called The Authentic Salesman, and I tell a story. Stacy and I went into Nima Marcus, and a big order. And this is, about, I don't know, this is probably 20 years ago. Anyways, the order, I don't know, it came to $2,500 or something like that. And so I just said, listen, is there any chance we can get a, you know, 20% discount off this to the cashier in Nima Marcus? And Stacy looked at me like I was pulling out an M16 grenade launcher. <laughs> she was embarrassed. She goes, oh my gosh, this is Nima Marcus. You don't ask for that. I said, why well, do? What's a hurt? And she looked at me, the, the young lady looked at me, kind of puzzled for a second, processed what I said. And then she goes, I'll be back in just a minute. So she left and Stacy thought, well, we're going to get kicked out of Nima Marcus. <laughs> we're done. I'm never going to be able to come back to Nima Marcus again, which would have been fine for me. But at any rate, the lady, young lady came back probably three minutes later. She goes, sir, I can't give you 20%, but I can give you a 10% discount. Boom. 10% just saved $225, $250 in a matter of three minutes. Figure that out per hourly wage. Come on, somebody. All right. So the point is, you can always ask. Now, if you want to hardball negotiate, that's where I like to go, hardball, baby. And if you really want to hardball negotiate, then all you have to do is be willing to do one thing, walk away. Yeah, that separates us all, right? And if you, if you aren't willing to walk away, you're not going to get your best deal. You just not. One of the things I learned a long time ago in car negotiations is being willing to walk away. And it's so easy. There's so many tricks with car negotiations. And I, you know, I learned it a long time ago. I helped a Jewish friend of mine, really wealthy family here in Dallas. And in fact, their husband was a state congressman. And yeah, so they wanted to buy two Jaguars. And this is probably back 1983, 1984, maybe 87, 87, 1987. And so they didn't know you can negotiate. They're really wealthy people. And I said, now let I said, let's get on the phone to the salesman. I'm in, I'm in the office and 
So we got on the phone with a salesperson and I first found out, I said, listen, this is Michael McIntyre and a friend of the Altschulers and I'd like to help them. They've asked me to talk to you about buying this car because I want to see what, what kind of deal you're going to give them. And so uh, we went through it and I think I, at the, at the time, I think I saved them like $6,200. They bought two. I think I saved them like $6,200 off that. They were flabbergasted. They couldn't believe that that just went half and a half. This is nothing. And so it taught me that not everybody, even if they make a lot of money, is up for negotiation or know how to negotiate. So I've learned the art of negotiation over the years and buying houses, selling houses, buying cars, selling cars, you know, whatever, investing in something. I've been even negotiated interest rates on loans. You know, I mean, hey, why not? I mean, I had this $9 million deal one time and negotiated it from, it was going the other way. And so they only wanted to pay 13% and we got it at 16%. It was a hard money situation, but still the art of negotiation. So anyways, my point is everything is negotiable. Now, some people that I've dealt with really have a hard time asking. I think it's a worthy issue, but you know that I don't have a lot of time to go into that. But what I what I do is tell them, I said, look, I'll do the negotiating for you, or I'll be your straw guy. So your straw man. So if you want something negotiated, and I'm coaching you, I will negotiate it for you. I will. And I've saved people tens of thousands of dollars and made them a lot of money. I enjoy that the process and it's not hard. It really isn't. But I know for some of you all it's hard. But if you want to learn how to negotiate. First, you know, you just need to set your mind up on this, that, you know, this is not about you. Whatever rejection comes your way, it's not about you. It's about them. And so just have that in your mind. Have your number, have your number and write it down, put it in front of you and say, okay, this is my number. How much I'm going to pay for this car, or this house or this investment or whatever it is, you know, and look, everything is negotiable. It truly is. So, and be willing to walk away if you really want to play hardball negotiation. And here's the other thing too. You can always come back and say, you know what? I changed my mind. It's okay. It's it's okay. And you've got to, you know, you, you've got to die to your pride. You really do. And that was the first thing that I had to do is die to my pride and, you know, and sit there and ask that lady at name Marcus, you know, for 20% discount. Why not? I mean, so anyways, Okay, spiritual warfare. Okay, networking, negotiating, right? You need these things in in the kingdom. We need more of our Christian brothers and sisters to get these these things and understand to have that resilience, to have the networking for all kinds of different reasons, for good reasons, for money reasons, for protection reasons, for business reasons, for helping out other people reasons, to paying back into the kingdom, to giving back sacrificially making offerings. Hey, just have your time. You know, sometimes your time is a sacrificial giving, right? Maybe sometimes, you know, sometimes maybe it's a, maybe you've got a, you're a professional and you can give pro bono services, which is sacrificial giving. So all these things are good for the kingdom. It's good in the kingdom. And sometimes, you know, then they come back to you, but that's not the reason to do it. Okay. And that's the difference in the secular world from the Christian world, from the kingdom world. And lastly, it's negotiation. Okay. Yeah. What do they always say? You don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. So negotiation, it's important. All right. So I want you to go out this week and think about negotiation. I, you know, people say, man, I'm going to negotiate at my Starbucks. All right. Rock on. Start out small. Why not? Or I know some of you don't go to Starbucks, whatever you want to go, <laughs> but negotiate anything. 
you know, I, I negotiate restaurants, you know, I'll take a big group to a restaurant and, you know, I've got 12 people in here. I said, listen, I want to make sure you get a good gratuity. I'll do a gratuity here, a flat rate gratuity for you, but I'd like to get a 10% overall on the wine and 20% off on the food. I've had people say, yes, Mr. McIntyre, and I've had people say, I'm sorry, Mr. McIntyre, that's not our policy. And you know what? Both are okay, right? But it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't mean you're cheap. It means you're being a good steward, yeah? And on the same token, you want good service, too. And I always, you know, one of the things, here's the tip that I used to use, and I haven't used it in a while, but I have in the past, if you've got a very important dinner, just make sure the waiter knows ahead of time or the waitress and the establishment, maybe the manager. Listen, I got this very important dinner coming up, some business people, some friends, and I really want to get them great service. And I want you to know that I'll I'll give you a tip, you know, above and beyond the gratuity, the 20%, but I want exceptional service. I've had situations before, sat in really nice restaurants and had a lot of very important people there for a business deal. And the wait staff was terrible. So I just excused myself from the table and I went up to him and I said a couple of things. I said, hey, man, I know you might be having a bad day. But look, are you on, I just need to know one thing. Are you on salary or are you on commission? And they looked at me kind of puzzling and they say, oh, Mr. McIntyre, I'm so sorry. Yes, we, we work off a of gratuity on the, on the commission of the deal. And I said, that's great. I like to tip, tip you extravagantly, but I need, I'm paying, this is, this is a five-star restaurant and I'm paying five-star prices and I want five-star service. And immediately it shifted. Maybe the guy was having a bad day. I don't know, but I just wanted him to be aware. You remember that self-awareness lesson of what's going on? Because I wanted to take care of these people. I wanted this business to be in and have it be impressed. I wanted to impress these people and I wanted them to feel comfortable and being taken care of. So yeah, don't be afraid to ask for what you, you deserve. Hey, is it easy? Nope, but it's not supposed to be easy. Go out there and make a big difference. Show up big you got to trust in him. All right. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Hey, share this episode. Yeah, somebody might need it. Thank you. God bless. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.